What's up, everyone? Alex here, ajnashville.com. Hope you've had a great week. I wanted to do this episode a little bit different. As all of you know, I usually try to focus on some mindset, some motivational type things, you know, keeping your head in a good space, stuff like that. And this is kind of the same thing, but I want to talk about a pressing issue that I know a lot of people are going through, and that's surviving in today's economy. I did a video last week or a reel or whatever it's called, and I talked about being in Sam's Club and noticing there was many, many items that had went up significantly in price You know, over the past 12 or so months, probably less time. I'm not exactly sure, but it, it caused me to think about people who maybe weren't making it before or barely making it before that can't make it now. And where are those people at? And what is it that is being done to help those people sustain, right? And then it got me to think, well, how did we end up in this place? And we ended up in this place because there were some economic decisions that were made by the government. And listen, it doesn't matter who or what was present at the time. That's not what I'm here to debate. What does matter is what's taking place for the people from a government that's supposed to be elected by the people, from a government that is supposed to look out for the people, that is continuously making decisions in a way that's hurting the people. So let's talk about something very basic, very simple, like a gallon of milk. As the Fed continues to increase the Fed rate, which impacts things such as auto loans, credit loans, lines of credit, things like that, as they continue to do it, you continue to see a rise in price. Now, here's the difference. The inflation that existed before was simply put there because it was way too cheap to borrow money. So everybody had access to funds and utilized the funds to buy things in values that were above what they should have been. And here's what happened. You had homes that should have been selling for 400000 that were now selling for five fifty. You had cars that should have been selling when you had this chip shortage for... 80 grand that were selling for 100 grand, 120 grand. I mean, the numbers were insane and it was it was partially pushed through just some supply shortages, some things like that that had taken place alongside of COVID. And then it was partially pushed because the access of money was so easy. And so the government goes to another extreme. That other extreme is increasing the Fed rate in order to control inflation and by doing so making things like the semi-driver who is now forced to have a newer semi to appease the EPA standards has to go out and buy a truck at 12% interest now. $150,000, dollars $200,000 truck at 12% interest. And then he's got to go put fuel in the truck to get it from point A to point B. And then he or she has to put tires on the truck and change the oil in the truck and the cost to get goods from one side of America to the other has went up. And guess what? The price and the cost has to be passed on because that truck driver still has a family themselves that they need to support. So now instead of inflation, we're in an environment where products are getting more expensive because it costs more to get them there, which is tied partially or wholly or who knows it's tied to the increase the rapid increase of the fed rate and the continuous 
aggressive stance of the Fed rate. And in my opinion, what's going to happen is there's going to come a point where the only other alternative is for the government to provide things to the people, which makes the people reliant upon the government, which changes the society that we currently live in. And I don't know about you, but as an American, I've enjoyed this society I've lived in for the bulk of my life. The freedoms, the opportunity, the things that we can do, right? In any market, if you're an entrepreneur, you can find a problem, provide a solution, and change your life based on that income. Here's the thing. All of us have access to that, but not all of us have the capability of doing that. So those of us in positions of being employers and things like that, we have to look out for our people. We have to make sure they're doing okay. If they're putting in the work, putting in the effort, doing all that they can do, we have to make sure we're taking care of them as well. That's what people do for people. But our service still has to exist, which in turn, the cost to the consumer has to increase. It's just a vicious cycle. Like I said in the video that I did the other day, it's like a tailless dog chasing its tail. It's never ending. It will never stop. At what point do we say, hey, government, stop spending so much damn money on things that aren't relative to us. Why are you sending less money to Hawaii than you did to Ukraine? What is your interest in this war that we're not a part of that keeps you disinterested in a state that's part of our union? What are we doing to protect our veterans? Provide to them the money needed to survive. Because let's face it, if the renter's rent isn't cheap and it's not getting any cheaper. Like I said in my video, rent will continue to rise because the cost has to be passed on to the consumer. Not to mention the levels of violence because we're animals. Let's face it. There's an animal instinct that exists in each and every one of us in its survival. Now, I'm not saying that every human being out there would go and rob and steal and do the things necessary in certain circumstances in order to survive, but there's an animal instinct in most of us, if not all of us. And so now we see what an uptick of crime in a society where police are being defunded and frowned upon. Let's make it very, very clear. I support our police department. I think police have a very valuable role in society. And in fact, instead of quote-unquote defunding, we should fund so we can provide to them the highest level of training so when they're dealing with people in society, they're able to cope and deal with people with rational minds so they're able to go home and not deal with the PTSD that they deal with on a day-to-day basis. The same applies for our fire, firefighters and EMT. Imagine being an EMT And getting shot at, right? It's happened in the past. These things are only going to continue to get worse until we, the people, are sick of it getting worse. And I'm not suggesting go out and do anything stupid or crazy. But how reckless do we allow the people to get with our money and our society and our well-being and our livelihoods and our families and everything else? Will they stand by and watch it happen? Do you think we're in a situation where somebody that is kind of out of touch of the trends in society should be the ones that are running our country? Do you think that 
the people making decisions for us maybe should be focused on some different decisions versus trying to ban a pistol brace on a weapon or trying to fund a war in another country? Are there things that should be happening to make sure our people and our society is taken care of? We're talking about elevating taxes on people. Not just anybody, but just everybody. The focus isn't just on the rich people. It's also on the people that can afford to fight the government when challenged. It's the ma and pause. Why do you think they want to see your $600 transfers through Venmo? Again, I'm no conspiracy theorist, but if we're putting all the effort into doing things like that, are we really targeting the people that they claim to target? The wealthy? Or are we casting a blanket so we can get more money from the people to continue to recklessly spend? This is like having a crackhead cousin that steals money out of your drawer and buys crack with it, but you still keep your life savings in your top drawer so they can continue to buy crack. And their response is, I bought food. Yeah. Food for your lungs, food for your addiction. How long would we let that happen before we kick that person out of our house? And again, I don't want to incite anything. Besides thought. I don't care who you vote for. I don't care if you're a Republican, a Democrat, a Libertarian. I don't care what you are. As long as you stand for the people and what you believe in is for the betterment of the people. We spend too much time placing labels on things in order to feel like we're a part of something or feel like we're a part of the club or, hey, I can't like you because you believe in this and I believe in that. That's bullshit. People have liked each other for centuries that believed in different things. It's what makes society great. The difference is, is we have to belong to some cult-like club and be a part of something, even if something they're doing is wrong. That's fucking insane. Imagine that. Imagine being a part of something or wanting to be a part of something so badly that you may agree with it, even if you think it's wrong, just so you don't stick out. Or even worse, imagine disagreeing with something And feeling as if you can't voice that because if you did, you would be shunned by the people that you think are your people. Let me tell you something. Those aren't your fucking people. You're allowed to have opinions. It's funny. Last night, we have a neighbor of ours that's moving. Great neighbors, great people. And just like every other neighborhood, people want to say farewell. So they get together and they had a little party for them. And as we're sitting there talking to the group of neighbors, it was crazy to see how many of our thought processes aligned. And there was no fear in talking about things. Why? Because we're just people. We understand not everybody's favorite color is green. Some may like black, some may like blue, some may like red, and that's okay. I don't have to convince you that black is the best color in the world, and you should like it. And if you don't, you're not my people. It's okay to like a different color. If we're debating a box of crayons, I don't understand where in society that became not okay, but we're running into this trend and that's not okay. I hope the people that are listening to this 
the ones that are trying to figure out how to make it. I literally saw a friend of mine say, when I posted that video, he has to select the meals he eats. This motherfucker served his country, went to war, and has to pick the meals he eats. That's disgusting. Thank you for your service, right? I want you to think about this. Because we the people, for the people, by the people that that are supposed to have this government that's for us. Do they really give a fuck? It's frustrating. And like I said, I don't get political. I actually avoid political and religious conversations on Facebook because you can never, ever, 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 ever win. But guess what? This is my platform. My podcast. And so I can voice what it is I say because you... If you don't agree and don't want to, don't have to listen. It's that simple. And if you do, I'm sure you've already thought about the things that I'm talking about now. At the end of the day, we have to look out for our people, our people meaning the American people. We have to be willing to do what it takes to support one another. I'm not in for this society where everybody takes care of everybody. I'm also not into a society where children are starving. You know why? Because I've been there. I remember being a young kid and certain meals you just didn't get. Think of it like fasting, except it was forced. I don't think another child should go through that. Thank God school's back in session so at least some of these kids can eat. But the fact of the matter is we have to find a solution and the politicians aren't looking for it. Ask yourself, who are they looking out for? Is it for the people or for themselves?